So good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this um, new moon meeting for in the sign of Leo, when the sun is in the sign of Leo. We're, um, we'll begin with a mantram of the new group of the mantram of unification. Uh, then there's a brief talk, and then we will do the Newman Meditation, Strengthening the Hands of the Group of World Servers, and we'll follow that with a small discussion, um, which we'll have uh, for those of us who are in the office here, gathered here. And you're very welcome to listen in to that if you're um, listening in online to this meeting. We welcome you if you're part of this broadcast. So let's begin just with a moment of complete silence, and then we will use together this mantram of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events, and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. So this meeting for the new moon is will be held um, partly as a preparation for the festival week in December the 21st to the 28th um, this year. Every seven years, there's Alice Bailey has written about a special week when there's an energy pouring into the humanity that strengthens the work of the new group of world servers. And so every piece of work that we do, particularly during this new moon period, is preparing for that special opportunity and special inflow, which will be coming um, in that week from December 21st to 28th. There's, you'll be pleased to know that the Lucis Trust will very soon be, well about, we hope around mid-August, launching a new website. And you can see something of that site at now at festivalweek.org festivalweek.org, um, and we hope by about middle to late August that site will be fully active. And please, we want you to, if you're organizing events anywhere in the world, we would be really grateful if you would send information about that so that we can feature the events that are being held around the world on that website. One of the um, events that you will want to know about that we're rather excited about is an event being organized by three groups, one group in um, New Hampshire and two groups in Australia, um, which is a call for a Solstice Silent Minute on the 21st of December 2019 um, at 9 p.m. GMT, which for those of us in New York and Eastern Standard Time will be four in the afternoon on December the 21st. It's a silent minute for global cooperation. And the idea is that that minute will be preceded by the ringing of bells. So and we will be particularly featuring this minute and participating in this minute for those who are able to attend the 
special seminar event that will be held in New York by World Goodwill on December 21st. So, Leo. Leo has been referred to as the battlefield of the forces of materialism and the forces of light. What are we to make of that? It governs the sense of self. And at the same time, it's the polar opposite, almost what we might think of as the twin of Aquarius. A good part of the story of the development of modern consciousness is the rising Leo sense of individuality and self-assertion. And that's a really significant development. It's sort of, in a sense, what psychologists refer to as individuation, people fully becoming themselves. But an equally important and a long-term more significant part of the Leo story is the transformation of the sense of the separated self into the sense of the universal self. And so it's not surprising that those who have a preoccupation with the needs and desires and the accompanying fears of the separated self stand in opposition to those who are preoccupied with the well-being of the whole. Although, of course, the reality is it's not as black and white as this sounds. The same opposition is to be found at some level in nearly every human being. A dynamic, a tension between two poles is at play within individuals and within societies and nations. And it's through this dynamic that we human beings learn and grow. So it's actually a very significant thing. Humanity is a kingdom of nature largely conditioned by forces of harmony through conflict. This is how people and nations develop through time and through lifetimes. Today, the interplay between Leo and Aquarius is more potent almost than it's ever been with a sense of individuality and self-assertiveness rising to a peak, while at the same time an intelligent, wise vision of the universal self, the universal Christ, is also rising to a peak. These two things are happening, and they are part of the cultural experience and they are part of the individual experience. And at the same time, the glamours, as well as the higher potentials of both signs are being stimulated. So welcome to this transition period in human affairs. <coughs> it's really, it, it, to a some extent, it almost defines who we are. It certainly is a defining characteristic of our time. A part of the psyche will be drawn to service to the self while another part will seek to embody service to the whole. And most human beings today are touched in some way by both poles of this Leo-Aquarius dynamic. In the process, the whole sense of self, se the whole sense of self, who am I, is shifting and in transition. <coughs> Just as the sense of for a nation, who am I as a nation, who are we as a people? And who is who are we as humanity as a whole? So this is a time for listening and observing, and particularly for those of us who work in some form of meditation outline to seek to observe and listen from the perspective of the universal self, from the perspective of the soul. As we seek to hear the rising universal self, sometimes it will be hidden by the limited self. Often it will be hidden, and yet we may still detect it. But at other times, we will see that a new individuality is emerging and is probably now more deeply rooted in human experience than at any previous time in history, which is a remarkable thing when we think of the sort of collective sense of depression that is so widespread about who we are as a, as a kingdom of nature at this time. In the work of these New Moon Meditations, our task is to feed this new emerging universe sense of a universal self with the higher evolutionary energies flowing through the soul, to 
feed this emerging new sense and to feed it with these higher energies that are flowing from the kingdom of God, from the hierarchy. This evening we can explore some of the ways in which the seeds of the universal self are sprouting in human affairs by holding in mind the recently completed high-level political forum which almost totally dominated UN headquarters for 10 days in July. One of the joys for us, who those of us who work together here in the office at Lucis Trust, is that we're constantly present to the UN. We look through the windows and there before us are the buildings of the Secretariat symbolizing this enormous life and vitality that is the United Nations. Hopefully some of you um, who are listening to this broadcast were able to take part in the cycles of conferences, the cycle of conferences visualization initiative, when for every day of the event in July, a group of meditators projected streams of living will energy into the heart of the thought form under construction at the high level forum. For those who don't know about it, the cycle of conferences uses the power of meditation and visualization in an effort to flood the inner environment of the gathering with of a, of sort of it chooses different global conferences um, and each time this goal is to flood the inner environment with lighted energies of the plan that sort of dynamic of evolutionary possibilities the goal is by having many meditators around the world thinking with clarity to help to clarify thought forms and visions of future possibilities. It's creative work and it's practical work. For those of you who are not currently part of the Cycle of Conferences Initiative, please do register online at lucistrust.org slash cycle to receive emails about future conferences and copies of the visualization outline. The high-level forum is ha something that happens at least once every year at the UN this year, it will happen twice. The in, in September this year, there's a, an even more, a bigger focus when heads of state from different countries are here and there will be a session of the high-level forum under the auspices of the General Assembly. And what that means is that the annual high-level forums will be given far more attention because heads of state are expected to contribute and respond. The whole idea of the forum, which is a major part of the way in which the Sustainable Development Goals have been developed, um, is that a period of for a period of time every year, a realistic assessment is made of progress in achieving the goals and an examination of what needs to be done to accelerate progress before the next annual review. So it's a very well-organized, almost ritual, seventh-ray organization of energies where every country, many NGOs and representatives of civil society review and explore where academic institutions and research groups prepare data to explore exactly what's been done either at the level of a city or at the level of a country in, on any one of the 17 goals. Selections of nations provide a report on progress made and challenges faced. And at the heart of the goals, lies a recognition of human unity. That's the reason these are done in groups. Large numbers of people, of not just diplomats and civil servants from all the countries of the world are present, but people whose lives are involved in these issues all gather. So there's this idea of human unity and of humanity's shared responsibility for the health and well-being of the earth. Essential to this idea is that no one is to be left behind from this vision of what could be achieved by the year 2020. 
2030, I'm sorry, no minority, no economic class is to be left out of the universal vision of human development that respects and values the natural world. For those who read esoteric work, particularly the work that came during this period uh, in the first part of, this of the 20th century, an evolutionary, a whole new vision of evolution came from different ageless wisdom traditions. The Sustainable Development Goals, these 17 goals can be seen as almost an embodiment, a concrete embodiment of how through focus and through an application of will, this evolutionary possibilities of the transition into Aquarius could be really become a focus for more and more people and government. The theme for this year's high-level forum summarizes the thought form being built. So this year the theme was empowering people and ensuring inclusiveness and equality. This idea of empowering people it's a very Leo idea. But to empower is to give power or authority. And for states to empower people is to ensure that people, people as individuals, and people together in community, in relationship, have the resources to grow to their full potential. And more than this, that people are actually positively encouraged and an environment is created to help people to attain their full potential and also to create an environment that is positively conducive to right relationships. Over 15 years, from 2015 to 2030, and through 17 different goals, Governments of the world have pledged themselves to empower people in and individuals in all fields of relationship. And in a Leo sense, this means empowerment, not just of individuals' potentials to be someone, to fully individuate, to become who they should be, as they can be, but also of people's sense of the universal self, empowering communities to work together for the common good with a sense of universality, of the one life. The second phase of the forum's theme, empowering people and ensuring inclusiveness and equality, addresses this idea with a focus on ensuring inclusiveness and equality. The key thought behind ensuring inclusiveness is to embrace all. And this very much means to see the 17 goals covering all different areas of human activity as being totally interdependent. It also refers to including all people taking care that no one is left behind, including all sectors and segments of society, all ethnic groups or religious faiths and so on. To ensure equality is to ensure that all in a society have equal opportunities, Clearly all in any society are not equal in their skills in every area of life and cannot be expected to be as such. However, it is possible to ensure that opportunities are created to enable each person to grow in their own way. Equal educational opportunities, equal opportunities for health care, for employment, and so on. Esoterically, Inclusiveness is understood as a refined and highly developed quality of consciousness that emerges on the spiritual path. Technically, it's a result of the heart center becoming magnetic and radiatory as it begins to resonate to buddhic energies. And so the fact that inclusiveness has become such a core part of international diplomatic language as well as a very strong part of the public discourse in many communities and nations, 
is surely a sign of soul energies. It's a sort of symbol of Aquarius conditioning the lives of nations. And this suggests that we are as a species moving on to the discipleship path. Of course, we know that the word inclusiveness tends to be used in highly politicized ways as something of a slogan, favored by the left and criticized by the right as being politically correct. So this creates an environment in which esotericists can really help by clarifying their understanding of the meaning of the word and by putting attention in any discussion to clarify what people mean when they use this word inclusive. There are numerous references in the Bailey text, and it's an interesting exercise to look at if you, though for those who use the CD-ROM, which has such great um, indexing qualities, but also in the books online, and to index the word inclusive, you'll find many references. One that's worth noting is the reference to inclusive reason as a theme for meditation by servers who are largely conditioned by secondary energies, meaning servers who are largely in line with of a secondary soul. Inclusive reason there is defined as an inherent divine capacity which enables the detail of the sensed whole to be grasped in meticulous entirety. It suggests a second-ray reflection of the first-ray quality of synthesis. It has its own note. However, it is essentially about synthesis, seeing the relation between the part and the whole in a way that is able to absorb the detail of the part. This very much can be seen as the experiment in international relations, which is represented by this ongoing non-stop conversation, non-stop conferencing, and then acting at the level of cities, international civil servants, government departments in every part of the world, and civil society. It is very much creating an environment that is conducive to inclusive reason. At the forum in July, six of the 17 goals were in the spotlight. Countless official meetings and smaller side events devoted to exploring how to make progress on detailed targets to be achieved, what's been done in specific cities, some huge cities, and nations to achieve the targets, and what more needs to be done. These forums are a good illustration of the esoteric notion of inclusiveness, addressing detail without losing the dynamic will to transform human relations in an overarching and interconnecting agenda for sustainable development. It really is a most extraordinary experiment in sort of institutional conversation and institutional reflection. So this year and uh, last month, the six goals under review were goal four. I'm going to read these goals because bring them into our meditation. Goal four, ensure inclusive and equitable quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all, all people. Goal eight, promote sustained, inclusive, and sustainable economic growth, full and productive employment, and decent work for all, all people. Goal 10, reduce inequality within and among countries. Goal 13, Take urgent action to combat climate change and its impacts. Goal 16. Promote peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development. 
provide access to justice for all. That's an incredible goal. All parts of the world provide access to justice for all and build effective, accountable and inclusive institutions at all levels. From the village town to the city to the re to the you know, the province or the state or the country. And goal seventeen strengthen the means of implementation of these goals and revitalize, energize the global partnership for sustainable development. So for ten days the all every single conference room in the house across the way was buzzing. Forty-seven countries provided voluntary national reviews. Just imagine the amount of work that goes into the sort of two, three-year period of consultation, preparation of these reviews. To date, 102 countries have provided reviews and 47 of those 102 countries have done it twice. It's a voluntary process. These countries, the 47 that have provided two reviews, reveals the, the degree of um, uh, sort of focus, how high in the priorities it is for those governments. Um, you can list online, it does, it's very easy to find um, the countries that have that have provided reviews this year included Algeria, just a summary of some of the countries, Algeria, Chile, Chile, Ghana, New Zealand, Pakistan, and the largest sort of Western country, United Kingdom. Most Western countries, many Western countries have provided reports, um, Russia, Germany, France, most European countries. USA has not to date provided a report. The special events um, at, um, that took place during, the, during this high-level forum included just a, these few names, just to give us a sense of what took place. Local 2030, with a focus on localizing the SDGs with high-level input from several of the cities that are very actively involved in doing work to measure the development of the city in terms of the 17 goals. Um, one development that came out of this is a focus that's being taken by Gaia Education um, and some other groups um, that's encouraging a group of cities to produce their own local reviews. So we already have voluntary national reviews. This is the idea that cities will provide to the UN a voluntary local review. And Gaia Education and a number of other institutions, including the Darjeeling Goodwill um, Center in Darjeeling in India, are working with a group of five countries um, to prepare these five, uh, with a group of five cities, I should say, to prepare these five cities to present reports, voluntary reports, to the to a high-level forum. Uh, these are. Three cities in Japan, um, Santana de Pan Panaiba in Brazil, everyone from Brazil and will have to excuse my pronunciation, uh, Bristol, which is a large city in UK, and Darjeeling in India, which is rather nice to see the city of Darjeeling on that list for those people who are students of the Bailey work. Um, other reports, other special events included the state of food security and nutrition in the world, an event and an event for higher education institutions focused on teaching and research and sustainable development. You could actually think of every single profession and imagine every profession has representatives from around the world participating in this high level forum. So friends I have spoken, I think, for a, what seems like an inordinate, inordinately long period of time. And I shall now try to come to an end.
So let's sit with a measure of poise, with a sense of the dynamism of what is happening in the world and of the role that the new group of world servers are playing. Let's work together in meditation, using the outline, strengthening the hands of the new group of world servers. Group fusion. I am one with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We take our place as a group, all those who are meditating together, one group in consciousness, within the heart center of the group of world servers. From this identity, we mentally extend a line of lighted energy towards the hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart center, to the Christ, the heart of love within the hierarchy, the universal Christ, towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. higher interlude. Hold the mind focused on the planetary role of the group of world servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impressions, and meditating the plan into existence.
meditation. Reflect on the seed thought through the impression and expression of certain great ideas, humanity is being brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the group of world servants. Through the impression and expression of certain great ideas, Humanity is being brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the group of world servants. Precipitation. Visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet, from Shambhala, through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, through the Christ, the group of world servers, to all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world. And finally, through the hearts and minds of the entire human family. lower interlude. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the group of world servers and in the process building a thought form of solution to world problems.
distribution as the great invocation has sounded visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light and love and power and we use the adapted version of the great invocation From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan So, thank you, friends. That's much appreciated piece of work. Now we're going to move on to conversation. Just some reflections around these themes. There are, we have three questions um, that might help us as we ponder this. How do we understand the thought form that's under construction at events or conferences like the High Level Forum. What do we really mean by a thought form under construction? And that, of course, leads into the, another question. What is the significance of events like this at the United Nations? What's their significance in relation to the plan or even in relation to sort of where we live to the developments that are happening wherever our home is. And then how do the themes of empowerment, inclusiveness and equality reflect the transformative potential in Leo from the separated self to the universal self? Do they have anything to say on that subject? So, what do you think?
find the um the first question for reflection very interesting. Um, for those of you that are listening online, it says, how do we understand the thought form that is under construction at events like the high-level forum? And the idea of a thought form, I think we automatically think of it confined entirely to the mental plane, to the realm of ideas, but actually all phenomena is a thought form. Um, not all thought forms are expressed on the physical plane, but everything on the physical plane is a thought form of some entity. And pondering that, it makes me consider relationship, the relation, the relationship of relationship itself, the fact of relationships and objects and how the goals, which are very potent thought forms, they are definite, they are in process of externalization there's worldwide activity being devoted to that process of fully realizing them on the physical plane. But behind all the goals is relationship. And it's, it's kind of, in one sense, obviously explicitly stated in the, in the themes of inclusiveness especially that, 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 um, that, are within, that are enshrined within all the goals. But the idea of relationship itself is so elusive. And I think the fact that we don't talk about relationship as a thing um, is, is, I don't know. I think it is happening, but it's, but it's under the, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just, I just wanted to, just to share that, Stephen. I love what you said about empowerment when you said that there is a a movement to empower individuals as individuals, but also as individuals in relationship mm. and as communities. And so I think that that's an example that ex the whole theme of empowerment of empowerment of communities is exemplifies relationship um, yeah. it's a love I love the new language and in a way everything the SDGs represents is about facilitating a higher level of relationship mm -hmm. and uh, that's why it's so sort of deeply esoteric as as a as an approach to you know these big problems of poverty and low education to approach it at the level of how do we change thinking it really is about a thought form and so the you know i i love the thought of like someone who gets a job in their local town say if it's a big city and finds himself in the department of any department, Department of Sanitation, you know, there's must be tens of thousands of people at all sorts of levels and departments of sanitation. Now there is a global system where those that individual, those ones who are looking for something more meaningful and idealistic, will find themselves drawn into relationship with other workers in, the in their sanitation department in other cities and their country that are being inspired by goals mm -hmm. of making things better. It's never, and, and it's sort of structured like that. But just, uh, just as one thing I want to, I should have mentioned in the beginning, as part of the build-up to the festival week, please, with this focus on relationship, there's a, we're starting a webinar that's held on the, last Wednesday of every month um, at 12 noon New York time, Eastern Standard Time, um, to use the Goodwill Meditation Group. If you don't know about it, have a look online for the Goodwill Meditation Group and have a look, and there you'll see a way to join that webinar because we really want to put a focus on this theme of relationship and how variation between the new group of world servers 
who are a group that's working with bringing the will into relationship, and equally important and significant, the people of goodwill who are whose challenges to bring goodwill consciously, different from the will to good, goodwill consciously into relationship, family, um, school, church, temple, mosque, every um, country, and then relationship with religion, with relationships within the self. I was just going to say, I think the the whole theme of relationship, I mean, we need goals and we need, and it's uh, totally appropriate that there's so much focus on the way mm -hmm. certain things objectify and are put into objective existence. That's very appropriate, but it's so important to remember that it really is actually about relationship. From a more esoteric perspective, you could say the the will aspect, which is really just the the embodiment of wholeness or the intention of that wholeness that is expressed through the entire planetary whole is only expressed through relationship. You know, it's not expressed through, you know, um, you know, laws or, um, you know, certain, certain governments or this, that government or that government or even certain organizations necessarily that's just the outer form, but it's the relationship where the will of the whole works out. So I think that's, from an esoteric perspective, that's, that's really most important. Mm -hmm. I mean, the other objective part is also nece so necessary, so it's appropriate, but I just... continuing this uh, conversation about the uh, construction of thought forms. Um, in the book of telepathy, D.K. describes the process of uh, precipitating the inspirations on the to through different planes to the most dense one in the physical actual um, forms, like manifestation. And so that goes through uh, modification on the mental plane where those inspiration gets some I certain I in the forms of ideas then qualification when those inspiration those ideas become qualified where they get actually a uh, certain quality that can inspire people to uh, manifest it further in the physical plane and that's where I think that's the topic of relationships coming because it's the same uh, I think aspect of qualification of the ideas that uh, comes through building relationships and connecting with certain um, aspects in your own life and that's what I think happening on this big gatherings like high, uh, like high level forum where those uh, great ideas become embodied in qualitative language and where they can link to a certain um, aspects in different communities lives and needs and plans and then continue on that process of manifestation there comes adaptation of uh, the ideas on the physical plane where they actually those great ideas that being qualified and inspired people look uh, like uh, looks for the actual forms to be manifested and that's where specific projects starts happening where people working in sanitation or in police start to finding actual uh, forms to mm -hmm. manifest to realize those qualitatively charged ideas thinking about uh, the idea you mentioned about inclusiveness and esoterists uh, clarifying or redefining you know 
from the standard back and forth definition of it. I think one point's just kind of simple of, and you can apply this to all sorts of other ideas or words, but right inclusiveness and wrong inclusiveness. And you can't really have one without the other. And like on, you know, to put aside people for a minute, like if you're making a dish and you include the wrong thing, then you're not being inclusive of people that want to eat good food, <laughs> you know. And, you know, just all sorts of things. Like, like er Eric Weinstein gave these kind of neat examples. One of them was like, you know, you have people from different cultures or different countries come together. And I forget what exactly his example of good inclusiveness was, but it was, you know, maybe certain practices or different foods and things. But the example of wrong inclusiveness was like, well, we drive on this side of the street, and you drive on that side of the street. Well, everybody you know, <laughs> can come together, you know. <laughs> Some things need to be, well, no, this is how it is here. Yeah. And, yeah, so I think it's important to keep that there's, like, a duality with, with those concepts and, you know, that we're in a world of duality and not to just be too broad with them like you were saying and it could lead to kind of a, a glamour or an illusion over it to see what the the real value is behind it. Um. <coughs> How do we understand the thought form that is under construction, these events at the heart of the form? Um, sometimes in the way I try and simplify it for myself to uh, visually imagine it, I sort of go by one of the, it's a visualization given by the Tibetan in discipleship. I think, in Discipleship 2. And it's, he's saying, lead us from chaos to beauty. And it's a visualization of a chaotic square, which is humanity at this time, which is colored when it's viewed from the inner planes as a full of garish colors, vibrating in sort of low-level vibratory influence and just uh, with no order. And so I think of like what these what these meetings and particularly the sustainable development goals and the high level form to support that is sort of trying to put an imprint of order and subtle qualification upon that outer disorganization. And so that's what's happening now with the influx, I think, of seventh ray energy coupled with like obvious second ray that underlies the happenings of the time through the United Nations. It's such a like a potent planetary heart, you know, overshadowed by the avatar synthesis. So it's like a first ray overshadowing of a second ray soul, but then dealing with this chaotic world, the UN's trying to imprint a thought form of solution through all the many different colors of the different segments of society, all the different ray energies. Like So it's like bringing the energy of the ashram, the Christ, the world teacher at the heart, which is, you know, one vibration and then in, in the visualization that the Tibetan gives, it's like a radiant sun, you know, in the middle of this square of chaos. And then radiating out from the sun are all the, these subtle colors. And so I see the, the new group of world servers and those of us who work at the heart of that group are standing with the Christ to radiate out then all the members of the new group in all these different lines radiating their color, their ashramic note into the world as a subtle overlay of this chaotic world in which we live. And so it's like leading us from these thought forms that we're helping to the hierarchy to distribute are 
leading us from chaos to beauty. Yeah. It's be it's a we don't often think of a gathering like that as being centered around beauty, but that's exactly you're it's exactly it's a lovely that's a lovely visualization to use. Look, we're about at the at the end. Thank you, Kathy. And but just before we end, I want to read um, a contribution from a coworker um, who sent some thoughts, which prov will provide a very good sort of ending for us. I think he writes: Mary Robinson, the president of Ireland, delivered a speech at the opening of the high-level forum, stating that. Staying at or below 1.5 degrees Celsius of global warming above pre-industrial standards was the only safe level for the world, and that further warming up to 2 degrees Celsius would cause considerable risk to the planet. She stated that as a result, we can no longer afford to regard the 2030 Agenda and the Paris Climate Agreement as voluntary. Instead, she suggested it must become mandatory in order to secure a livable world for our children and grandchildren. She said the rise in carbon emissions in 2018 will increase further in 2019 unless we have the political will to reduce carbon emissions and avoid a global crisis. Specific targeted steps, she said, are what is needed to respond to the urgency of the challenge we will face. She emphasized the need for cooperation in order to overcome the present challenges. And when she said that no one particular nation is greater than another and should not be looked out for its own self-interest, she was speaking about reducing the inequality between the rich and poor peoples and nations. World leaders came together in 2015 to address as one group the threats we all face together as one world threats that are made worse by recent nationalistic separate events, both here in the U.S. and abroad. The tug of war that's going on between the selfish separate of leading national, leading national leaders and those who are moving toward a universal ideal of a united humanity facing and overcoming issues like climate change and inequality are a reflection of the transformation evidenced in Leo and they can be positively influenced by the work of the new group of world servers. We can and do make a difference. And in a way, we can see that that contribution from co-worker Clint Galvin is another way of saying the same thing about, a, about bringing beauty, bringing, a form, bringing this chaos into beauty, both coming from the higher and also from within humanity, which is what is most interesting, is that this bringing of order and beauty is being done by human beings and human beings, big, powerful institutions of governments. That's what, that's what's, that's what initiation, that's the sign of initiation. So friends, thank you. That when you were talking before about the goals, and one of the goals is related to justice, you know, and how hard how hard that is to have in our world, and it just came to me. I know we have the International Criminal Court, but I, I just kept it popped into my mind of a one day we'll have something that goes beyond, for example, in this country, the decision of the Supreme Court, you know, an international. Supreme Court, where people who are denied um, their rights still have some other recourse besides their own nation. And if, if all the countries of the world had to obey this overshadowing higher center of justice, there would be a lot more justice in our world. It's in a way that the European Commission on Human Rights, that yeah. for Europe, for members of the EU, yeah. those countries that choose to continue to be members of the EU, um, that's a core part of, and has transformed many of the national, it's in line with what you're saying. It will happen. It will happen. Thank you. 
Okay, so let's have a moment of silence. Thank you, friends. The next um, meeting here and the next broadcast will be the full moon in Leo, which will take place on Wednesday, August the 14th. Um, the meeting and the broadcast will be at 6.30 p.m. And the Leo full moon um, occurs the following morning at 8.29 um, in the morning on August the 15th. That's Eastern Daylight Time. So thank you, friends. Have a good evening, and bye-bye.